Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 31st of August, let's begin with updates from the city. The Karnataka Congress government launched the Gruha Lakshmi scheme, granting monthly aid of rupees 2000 to 1.1 crore to women heads of families. The launch took place in Mysuru, attended by Chief Minister Siddharamaya, Deputy CM DK Shivkumar, AICC President M Malikarjan Karge and Rahul Gandhi. The program is part of the party's five pre-poll commitments and has a budget of rupees 17500 crores this fiscal year. In other headlines, the Kaveri Water Regulation Committee directed Karnataka to release 5,000 cusecs of Kaveri water to Tamil Nadu at Biligundlu over the next two weeks. Deputy Chief Minister D.K. Shivkumar stated he would consult Chief Minister Siddharamaya and legal experts regarding this order, as the state initially faced a demand for 24,000 cusecs. The decision follows technical and situational assessments with considerations on rainfall impact. In some more news, in a significant step, the Karnataka government has declared that madrasas in the state will now teach Kannada and English alongside Urdu and Arabic. Minorities Welfare Minister BZ Zamir Ahmad Khan announced that 100 madrasas will pilot the program for 5,000 students. The department also plans to raise scholarships for overseas higher education to rupees 30 lakhs. Up next, superstar Rajnikanth surprised BMTC staff in Bengaluru's Jayanagar with an unexpected visit. Having worked as a bus conductor at the then Bangalore Transport Service, he revisited the depot with former colleague P. Raj Bahadur. Rajnikanth interacted, posed for selfies and shared memories, leaving the staff thrilled and awed. The brief nostalgic visit lasted around 15 minutes, leaving a memorable impact on around 60 to 70 attendees. Now on to other news. To combat recruitment exam malpractices, the Karnataka Public Services Commission will incorporate artificial intelligence to swiftly detect centres with malpractice during government post-exams. KPSC decided in a recent meeting in Bengaluru to utilise AI for enhanced CCTV monitoring of exam halls. The plan includes AI-triggered flashing alerts for malpractices like Bluetooth use and mass copying and distribution of body-worn cameras to invigilators. Moving on, the Indian Music and Arts Society launched a book titled Celebrating the Arts, 40 Years of the International Music and Arts Society in Bangalore, recounting its influence on Bengaluru's cultural history. Co-authored by Urmila Devi Kotada Sangmi, Indira Bruna Chandrasekhar and Pratiti Punya Balal, the book highlights IMAS's 40-year journey and over 130 organised events. IMAS's inception, royal patronage by Maharaja, Jayachamaraja Wadiar and contributions from renowned artists and scholars are also covered. Meanwhile, women in Bengaluru gathered at KEA Prabhat Rangamandira in Nagar recently for the Freedom Rice Bran Oil event. The occasion, backed by Sleepwell, blended nutrition insights with a mini-concert and theatrical performance. Canada actress Archana Joyce inaugurated the event, sharing film industry anecdotes and promoting courage. Singer Bhagishri Gauda's rendition earned applause, while Aparna Nagendra discussed nutrition and Akshita Pandavapura's performance offered societal commentary. On a different note, Bhumija's fifth edition of its Jackfruit Music Festival is scheduled in the city from September 12th to 17th. The event, conceptualized and curated by Shubha Mudgal, emphasizes classical music's journey akin to a jackfruit's layers. It includes two concerts, Kamal Dhamal by Anish Pradhan 
and Singing into the Future by Shubha Mudgal and seven workshops highlighting young performers and the diversity of Indian art forms. National News Moving on to the national news, AAP spokesperson Priyanka Kakkar proposed Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal as the leader of the opposition alliance INDIA, citing his consistent advocacy for people's issues and effective governance that led to lower inflation. Kakkar remarked that the decision is beyond her, anticipating discussions during INDIA's Mumbai meeting. Kakkar also commented on fuel price reductions following the alliance's discussions and the upcoming Mumbai meeting for coordination committee and logo announcements. Meanwhile, with the 2024 Lok Sabha elections approaching, Tamil Nadu's political parties are focusing on the concerns of the fishing community, a significant vote bank due to the state's extensive coastline. Chief Minister M.K. Stalin pledged increased financial aid during the fishing ban, while leaders across parties urged action on issues like fishermen's arrest by the Sri Lankan Navy and retrieving Kachatevu Island. They criticised the BJP-led union government for its response to fishing rights issues. In more news, Madhya Pradesh's Bhain district crafted the world's biggest raki to commemorate the festival of Raksha Bandhan for the Guinness World Records. BJP leader Ashok Bharadwaj initiated this project from his Bind farmhouse, inspired by party workers' suggestions. Over 10 craftsmen were seen creating the raki, which includes cloth, cardboard, thermocol sheets and wood components. The centerpiece was 25 feet in diameter with two 15-feet decorative balls. Shifting our focus, scientist TV Venkateshwaran has compared Chandrayaan 3's recent confirmation of sulphur and other elements on the moon to tasting cooked vegetables to ensure proper cooking. Chandrayaan 3 unveiled the minerals identified on the moon's surface, encompassing aluminium, sulphur, calcium, iron, chromium, titanium, manganese, silicon, and oxygen. This marked the inaugural on site assessment of the elements existing near the moon's southern pole. In a general weather update for the country, the IMD has issued a yellow rainfall alert for Pune city over the next few days. In the regions of Madhya Maharashtra and Marathwada, including districts like Pune, Satara, Sangli and more, light to moderate isolated rainfall is predicted. Despite a dry August, localised weather patterns could lead to short-term rain. International news. Turning our attention to international news, Miami Mayor Francis Suarez ended his 2024 presidential bid, withdrawing due to failure in qualifying for the initial Republican debate. Suarez entered the race two months ago amid a competitive field primarily led by former President Donald Trump. The 45-year-old aimed to be the first sitting mayor and Latino elected president. He affirmed his commitment to national betterment despite suspending his campaign. In ongoing news, Russia launched its most extensive missile assault on Kiev since spring, while blaming Ukraine for deploying drones that damaged Russian military transport planes in a northwestern airport. Falling debris killed two and injured three in Kiev. Over 20 Russian missiles and drones were downed by air defences, with additional missile strikes in the Odessa region. In Russia's Skov region, drone damage to four Illusion 76 aircraft halted flights from the airport. In a recent development, Hurricane Idalia was upgraded to Category 3 as it headed toward northwest Florida. Originally a tropical storm, it strengthened into a hurricane and is anticipated to become extremely dangerous before hitting Florida. The storm is projected to reach Category 4 status, with maximum sustained winds reaching around 120 miles per hour, 195 kilometers per hour. The Gulf of Mexico's warm waters are expected to fuel further intensification. In some other news, Germany's coalition overcame internal conflicts 
by agreeing to enact 32 billion euros in corporate tax reductions over 4 years aiming to revive the sluggish economy the proposed growth opportunities law previously faced failure exposing coalition challenges chancellor olaf scholz emphasized the need for economic revitalization given germany's lackluster performance and stressed that the german economy has more potential business news let's now look at some business stories As food prices surge and inflation hits a 15-month peak, the Reserve Bank of India faces the task of preventing spillover effects. With the consumer price index soaring by 7.44% last month, concerns about supply shortages due to adverse weather conditions impacting crop yields have caused food prices, constituting half of the CPI, to spike by 11.51%. In more business news, following SEBI's submission of its probe status in the Adani-Hindenburg matter to the Supreme Court, the Enforcement Directorate reportedly investigated links between an Indian private bank and 15 other entities regarding the short-selling of Adani Group company shares. The ED shared intelligence on these entities, including foreign portfolio investors, with SEBI. SEBI could trigger a criminal investigation, potentially leading to ED's PMLA investigation. Next up in some tech news, Bengaluru-based fintech platform PhonePay entered the stock and mutual fund investment realm with the launch of Share.Market. The platform offers users the ability to open trading accounts, invest in stocks, mutual funds and ETFs alongside market intelligence and quantitative research-based wealth baskets. Share.Market will be accessible through a mobile app and dedicated web platform. providing curated wealth baskets mutual funds and a stock market tracking section moving on asset care and reconstruction enterprises acre backed by eras management is set to acquire a rupees 411 crore loan from union bank of india that was extended to visa steel acre's upfront cash offer of rupees 143 crores equivalent to a 35% recovery secured the deal after no other bidders participated in the swiss challenge auction initiated by union bank This acquisition will increase ACRE share of Visa Steel's debt to approximately 60%. In market news for August 31st, the Sensex gained 100.85 points or 0.15%, reaching 65,176.67, while the Nifty rose by 27.00 points or 0.14%, reaching 19,369.70. Among stocks 2052 advanced, 1089 declined, and 100 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee strengthened due to positive domestic equities and a weakened US dollar. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Amir Khan is making a big screen comeback after a setback with Lal Singh Chadda. His next film under Amir Khan Productions is set for a December 2024 release. The untitled movie will commence filming in January 2024 per Film Trade Insider Taran Adarsh. The film is currently in pre-production. It is also anticipated to coincide with the release of Akshay Kumar's Welcome to the Jungle sequel. In news from Hollywood, David Fincher returns to the thriller genre with The Killer, unveiled through a high-octane teaser trailer dropped by Netflix. Fans eagerly shared reactions on Twitter to the glimpse of the neo-noir film set to hit limited theaters in October before arriving on Netflix in November. Starring Michael Fassbender, the movie follows an assassin's battle against his employers on a global chase, based on a French graphic novel series by Alexis Nolan. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, veteran star Nagarjuna Akineni is set to star in the Tamil film Na Sami Ranga, scheduled for a January 2024 release. The film's title and Nagarjuna's first look poster were unveiled recently. 
Directed by choreographer Vijay Binni, the action-packed teaser showed Nagarjuna in action. The film also features Oscar-winning composer M.M. Kiravani's music and stars Karuna Kumar with the plot and complete cast details yet to be revealed. Spooler Sports In sports news, Indian shuttler H.S. Pranoy reached a career-best world ranking of number 6 after winning his maiden world championship bronze. The Kerala athlete who defeated Olympic champion Victor Axelsson gained three spots with 72,437 points. Pranoy is India's sole top 10 player since December, also clinching the Malaysia Masters and finishing an Australian Open runner-up. Other rankings include Lakshasen at 12, Kidambi Srikanth at 20 and PV Sindhu at 14. In more sports updates, world number 3 Jessica Pagula attributed her US Open aspirations to lessons learned from early career injuries. Formerly outside the top 100, Pagula's rise was hampered by knee and hip injuries. Now consistent, she recently won the WTA 1000 title and boasts 42 wins this year. A 6-2-6-2 victory over Camilla Giorgi has advanced her to the second round at the ongoing US Open. Wrapping up sports news, Indian chess sensation R. Pragnananda, who recently secured a historic silver medal at the 2023 FIDE World Cup and entered the FIDE Candidates Tournament, received a warm welcome at the Chennai airport. Officials from the state sports department and enthusiastic fans greeted him with flowers, traditional dances and heartfelt cheers. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready to witness an enchanting musical event, the classic Sufi concert featuring legendary sitarist Ustad Shujat Khan, live in concert at the Chaudaya Memorial Hall, Malleshwaram, on the 2nd of September at 7pm. Catch funny man Vibe Varora as he headlines his latest stand-up special, Mechanical Seizindagi, performing live at the Ministry of Comedy, Koramangla 5th Block, on the 2nd of September at 9pm. Join a unique beginner's art class with the exclusive Knife Painting Workshop conducted by ACE art experts at the Dialogues Cafe, Koramangla 4th Block on the 3rd of September at 11am. Interested in a contemporary dance workshop? Here's something for you. Join an exclusive dance class with the Breaking Points Dance Movement Workshop happening at the Shunya Centre for Art and Somatic Practices, Lalbagh Main Road on the 2nd and 3rd of September at 7pm. You can also catch ace comic Manal Patil in his latest outing in the city, Chand Peleke Chalo, performing live at the Tag Comedy Club, ST Bed Koramangla, on the 2nd of September at 8.30pm. Bengaluru weather. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. On August 31st, Bengaluru is anticipated to experience thunderstorms and rainy conditions during the afternoon. Temperature projections range from a high of 29 degrees Celsius to a comfortable low of 20 degrees Celsius. The calculated heat index is 32 degrees Celsius, factoring in humidity and temperature, considering light wind and shade. The predicted maximum temperature aligns with a typical August peak of 27.5 degrees Celsius. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute Podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. 
Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast Skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler.